Well, good day to you. This is Pastor Todd. Today is Thursday, March 26th. Well, the COVID-19 continues to uh, wreak havoc around the world. Um, uh, let us pray daily for all the healthcare workers and all those who are affected. This is a, a time for some devotional thoughts. I'll be looking at Psalm 78. 5 through 8. I hope this is helpful for you. I'd like to start off with a lyric of, of a song by uh, the Gettys um, from 2002, um, some time back. Um, the song lyric, Jesus, Draw Me Ever Nearer. You can catch the song on YouTube. The lyric goes like this, Jesus, Draw Me Ever Nearer as I labor through the storm. You have called me to this passage, and I'll follow, though I'm worn. May this journey bring a blessing. May I rise on wings of faith. And at the end of my heart's testing, with your likeness, let me wake. Jesus, guide me. Through the tempest, keep my spirit stayed and sure when the midnight meets the morning, let me love you even more. <clears throat> let the treasures of the trial form within me as I go, and at the end of this long passage, let me leave them at your throne. A beautiful lyric for a song <clears throat> that God has brought this storm um, for reasons that are uh, beyond our understanding. We can certainly root all the troubles of this world, not in God, but in man's fallenness and our sin in Adam. Um, but that is a, uh, a hopeful reflection that the heart's testing that we're undergoing, we, the prayer would be that we would have his likeness when we wake up out of this hard, hard time. Uh, one of my readings <clears throat> from a book called Streams of Mercy, a Prayers of Confession and Celebration um, by Barbara and Ian Dugid, Dugid, I don't know how to pronounce her last name, D-U-G-U-I-D, Dugid, um, a PNR Publishing, Presbyterian and Reformed Publishing. It's a collection of prayers, uh, beautiful. And they, <clears throat> I was reading in that this morning, beautiful line from that book. Um, and it said, essentially, that God would bring us to that place where we are trusting, that trusting in Him is the only thing we can do. And maybe that is what God's up to in this time in your life, that you, um, maybe you're trying to manage things really well, you're trying to cope with things, you're trying to express faith, and you're being boxed in. Trusting you is the only thing we can do. Maybe that will feel much more comfortable and normal for you. <clears throat> Throughout this time, um, I haven't really <clears throat> been desiring to pound people with information, Bible facts, and a lot of this is 
moving me to prayer and the disposition of prayer, um, that we would desire God and turn to God and be okay with seeking deliverance from Him and we would become comfortable with that. Um, well, I want to share with you a story, uh, a story from my travels. And uh, as you know, we had um, we had a, a great time, my brother and I, as we traveled to Bangladesh. We lived there in the early 1970s. And we were evacuated out during a war, a civil war between the Bengali people and the West Pakistanis. Um, and it brought about a great deal of suffering for the Bengali people. About a million people were involved. Uh, actually, genocide took place, and so a very sad, almost unknown history uh, to many people. So we were evacuated out of there, and we had about a year of living there, and it was a beautiful, pristine country. And my brother Jeff and I... Um, I've always wanted to go back, so we did. Um, and here was an opportunity for me. Um, I, I finally saw the Bay of Bengal. Um, whenever I look at a world map, I'm always fascinated with that part of the world for various reasons. And I finally got to see the Bay of Bengal firsthand. It was a gray beach, dark gray sand. The water was kind of a greasy gray, and the sky was gray. The whole experience was this overcast, kind of a gloomy experience. And um, there was trash on the beach, and I was walking with our Muslim guide. <clears throat> and I had not talked to him about the gospel yet. And I was walking along, and uh, I said, his name was F Faisal. I said, Faisal, do you know why we can't see God? And he, English, his English is pretty good. He, he just listened. I don't even think he remember. He responded, and I said, "Oh, one of the th reasons why we can't see God is that we bring our pride, and we bring our sin." And um, but I said that God does promise that He will meet us, and He will reveal Himself to us. And I asked him if he'd ever read any of the. Gospels that he heard of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and he he vaguely recalled that those were the stories where he, about Jesus. And I said yes, and and I realized as I was talking to him that I could I could share any story with him that it was all going to be new to him, and so I was so sort of like wow, what story do I tell? So I said, you know, Faisal, um, these these accounts of Jesus tell us his miracles. And I said, did you know that Jesus changed water into wine? Did you know that he walked on water? Um, and I, you know, I listed off a few miracles and uh, sort of watching for his reaction. And then I got back to the subject of, I, I said, uh, you know, Faisal, do you, one, the key reason why God doesn't meet, it doesn't reveal himself to us is that the precondition for him to reveal himself is that he, we have to come in humility and brokenness and poverty and be willing to meet him where he says he will be found. We often think of God arriving on some glorious you know, uh, 
war horse or um, you know, coming into battle or in some beautiful temple or something glorious. And so I referred to the, the trash on the beach. <clears throat> and I said, you know, Faisal, God, his son was killed on the trash heap outside of Jerusalem. And surprisingly, God says that he will meet us in the trash heap. And um, it's there. He, he identifies with our poverty. He identifies with our condition. And uh, it was a, I may have overwhelmed him a bit with English. Uh, he was tracking a bit, and I am endeavoring to send him uh, a, Benga a, a translation of the New Testament in Bengali. Um, pray for Faisal and uh, the short time I had to be with him and build a relationship with him. Uh, from Psalm 78, verse 5, we hear these words. He established a testimony in Jacob and appointed a law in Israel, which he commanded our fathers to teach to their children that the next generation might know them, the children yet unborn and arise and tell them to their children. And then I love this line. This is the verse 7 of, of Psalm 78. So that they, the children, should set their hope in God, and not forget the works of God, but keep his commandments, and that they should not be like their fathers, a stubborn and rebellious generation, a generation whose heart was not steadfast, whose spirit was not faithful to God. And I thought that was a, a, a very insightful, that when we're being tested, the call is, is kind of threefold here. Remember, uh, uh, be steadfast, uh, and be faithful. Um, and there's a, the next generation is watching us. They need our instruction. They need our modeling. In, in times of testing. Well, reach out. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Your elders would love to hear from you. Facebook Live um, worship service on March 29. Pastor Brandon uh, graciously um, going to be preaching from Acts 17. Uh, getting back on schedule, God will bless his word among us. So that's March 29, 10 a.m. Facebook Live. God bless. Keep looking up. We'll stay in touch.